Hello guys, welcome to my new podcast of Cultures and Societies. My name is Abdul Latif Mitwelli and today we are joined by my dear friends Ali and Ayham who have a great insight on the memoir um, Born a Crime that is written by Trevor Noah. Today we are going to discuss chapter 15 that is titled Hitler and we're gonna start off by a quick summary from my uh, for the people who haven't read this chapter. After taking a CD writer from Andrew, Noah became a capitalist of nature. It's as if his teenage life stooped to a different direction. In this chapter, Noah starts to DJ and create pirated albums and sell them to the people. With better work and hotter sales, Noah started to go to gigs and make more money. Him and his crew started going to gigs and making more money by pirating this music using his computer. They had a diverse audience as the music was for everyone to have fun. Chinese, blacks, Asians, any race could join the party at his gigs. This was possible since most of his gigs were at suburbs and areas away from the city. During their journey, dancing became an encountered problem. The songs were DJed nicely, however the audience just didn't know how to dance. Therefore, the crew needed to add a dancing crew to, their, uh, to keep their money on the rise. This was when they added a, a person named Hitler to their crew. He was described as the best dancer, and he was a hell of an addition to the crew. He became famous for his dances and people would root for him constantly. At the end, Hitler's name ruined their gig at a Jewish school. With some historical context, it, would, it wouldn't be surprising to understand why. As his roots reminded those Jews of the Holocaust, which to them is an insult as it reminds them of the atrocities at the time. Okay, so guys, um, my question is how how do you think Noah and what is the purpose of the message of this chapter? In this chapter, we see that Noah kept on talking about different culture and freedom and capitalism. And the best part about it was that how he connected all these major themes into one. This is why uh, we have deduced that his novel, Born a Crime, Trevor Noah draws attention to the illusion created by advanced cultures that capitalize over the third world into thinking money can buy you anything. So realistically, what this part is talking about, it's talking about how these different cultures try to bring everything they find in the foreign advanced countries to their nation. And that's why we think money is our top priority and we're forgetting that money can't buy us simple things such as freedom of our own and that's we, we think that's the main message Noah was trying to, to send to the audience especially considering the racial discrimination he had to face when he was a child so as you said Noah um, money is not top priority I guess that is one of the themes so what are other themes and how do they relate to one another? Well, we talk about, the, Trevor Noah mainly talks about the correspondence of money with freedom when he talks about McDonald's and it was kind of really interesting to know about it. And other than that, something very important, uh, he talks about how his lack of education about the Holocaust led to them ruining their gigs since they didn't know about Hitler and the Holocaust and how to think critically. And this shows how our culture creates our education, but at the same time, our education of our culture helps us create more culture. And that's the cycle, uh, that's the cycle related to education and culture. It's always connected to one another. 
Other than that, an important theme was about thinking critically. And in this chapter, it really shows us how history creates the present, which is why whatever happened at the Jewish school is what happened. And other than that, two main themes that were present were capitalism and poverty. And the way that they all relate to each other is about culture. Each culture has its poor life, each culture has its capitalist life, and each culture has its own education. And the interactions between these cultures and their self-interactions within themselves is what connects the theme together. And that's exactly what is stated in the thesis, which is how he draws attention to the illusion created by advanced cultures that capitalize over the third world into thinking money can buy you anything because they use this capitalism they use capitalism and these overhyped labels and then the third world wants to adopt these ideas that these advanced cultures have and that's where the illusion of money can buy you happiness starts to come and that's exactly it's, it talks about how capitalism affects culture so as you said capitalism affected culture so Ayham, can you elaborate and what do you think about how capitalism affected their culture uh i think money has become the main topic of discussion in most first world countries which obviously led on to third world third world countries caring more about money and being more free with money than ever which is uh another like um Another thing that proves this is upon opening McDonald's and a Burger King in Africa, everyone was excited because they saw it as a sign of uh, uh, a big achievement since it's, they see it as an American uh, restaurant. And so um, another thing we can talk about is how Trevor Noah felt more free once he started earning a lot of money. And that just shows how much money means in today's world and uh, society. So, like you mentioned, I am poverty. And Ali, can you enlighten me more about how did Noah affect and how did he escape the cycle of poverty? Well, after receiving the CD writer from Andrew, he started making hot money. He was making so much money and going to so many gigs. And it practically made him capable of being able to go buy from McDonald's every day unless they had chicken feet according to the story which was funny but it really just shows us how sometimes the simplest ideas can make the best of fortunes even even if he didn't make money i'm pretty sure he made a memory out of it and i think uh, that's pretty much what Ayham previously elaborated when he discussed uh the theme related to this which kind of showed how he escaped the cycle of poverty temporarily uh it was quite interesting to see someone at his age make that much money and it's clearly related to the theme. So as you said memory, that made me think of a question which says, you know, how does, how does historical events connect to, uh, the topic and the theme? Recently, Joel, a telecommunication company in the West Bank, bought 3G from companies in its enemy's territory, Israel. Being a third world country in Israel, a first world, the money and technological advancements affected our culture, which led us to buying this technology rather than innovating our own. And this sale happened due to, due to demand. 3G will not solve our issues, and if we had more than enough, we still could not buy our freedom. Which leads to the importance of our thesis, which is that money shouldn't blind us, 
and some things can't be bought. If anything, buying the 3G technology helps our enemy rather than bringing them down. And that's how different cultures affect each other and manipulate them with capitalism. Do you guys have any story from your own lives that relate to the theme or to this theme? Well, personally, uh, I've lived in Canada for four years. So when I came back, life was very different for me and it was hard for me to adapt at first. I remember I constantly uh, had the lack, I found that Palestine lacked a common franchise and it made me eager to be able to bring more stores such as Tim Hortons to Palestine. Whenever I asked someone how this can be achieved, and it was all related to money. For me, at some point, I thought bringing Tim Hortons to Palestine would make us a happy nation. Getting more connected to the Palestinian culture, I started to realize Tim Hortons was a want and not a need. It especially hit me when I went back to Canada for the holidays and realized how overpriced and regular the meals were. It made me realize how the label they create, due to their culture, manipulates the third world like Palestine into thinking that these capitalistic and overhyped labels will get them something close to their goal, when realistically, we should be investing in our own skills to create our own companies that will suffice, rather than aid first world countries who will keep improving from our own money, our own money if we're buying from them. Which is why, if we continue buying from them and not creating our own, we will never catch up. Thank you guys for being in the show, it was such an honor having you as our first guest um, for the new podcast Cultures and Societies. My last question is, do you have any advice for the viewers who are listening to this podcast? Personally, I would suggest that everyone tries to buy the book uh, or find a copy online to read from. The reason I say that is because this book displays great uh, themes and ideas that every human being wherever they are on the earth can learn from and it can truly carry on with uh, the entirety of their lives. You heard it here first and thank you for the, all of you uh, listeners who made it to this point. Stay tuned and we will be back soon.